Hey, hey, hello again, or maybe for the first time, but in either case, I am glad you're here. This is TJ Murphy, and welcome to another episode of Adventurous Entrepreneurs. My guest today is Dan Cumberland. Dan is a three-time SaaS founder, a serial entrepreneur, host of the Meaning Movement podcast, and a product strategist with the venture studio 923. He is on a mission to help bootstrapped entrepreneurs avoid burnout. Having hit the bottom before, He's passionate about helping people get the insights they need to recalibrate their work-life balance so that they have more energy and the motivation to keep going. His work has been featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, Inc.com, Fast Company, and many more. His most recent project is a software for repurposing speech-based audio and video into viral-ready shorts. It's called Videosnap.io, and let me tell you, it is amazing. So check it out in the show notes. Just a few of the golden takeaways Dan shares in this episode are how to know when you're headed towards burnout and how to course correct it, the value of strategic partnerships, and how to track and measure balance in your life in a way that leads to peak performance. This is a value-packed episode. So without further ado, this is me and Dan Cumberland. Welcome to the Adventurous Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Murphy. Since quitting my corporate nine to five and starting a business while backpacking through Asia back in early 2017, I've had the privilege of learning from some incredibly adventurous entrepreneurs. Through these conversations and my own journey, I've learned that much like in life, entrepreneurship is an adventure. On this podcast, I explore the journeys of top performing leaders in their fields. These wide ranging conversations include tactical business advice, how I built this insights, lessons in leadership, life hacks, travel stories, favorite hobbies, and insights into living a purposeful and joy-filled life. Adventures await us. So let's dive in. Hey, hey, Dan, welcome to Adventurous Entrepreneurs. TJ, what is up? I am pumped to be here with you today. Thanks so much for having me. Likewise, my man. I've been looking forward to this ever since we first connected back before the holidays. And yes, you shared all the exciting stuff you're working on, which yes, we'll get into here in a minute because guys and gals, this man has some really awesome stuff to share. But I wanted to start by just pointing out how cool is it that we live in a world where I'm randomly scrolling on LinkedIn one day, I come across this awesome dude's profile and say to myself, now that's someone I want to have in my network. And I then, love it. Dude, a few messages back and forth, a quick, hey, let's get to know each other call. And here we are. You're now a guest 100%. on my podcast. I'm going to be I- using your video editing software here shortly. Yes. So, yes. And, and ramble, but I just wanted to highlight the power of making connections online and then turning them into real life conversations, friendships. I love that. And I feel like I've, I've really been leaning into LinkedIn recently and just like, having connections like these are just so powerful. And it's like social media is actually feels social for like the first time in my life, you know, yeah. like, and so this is, so thank you for, for making this connection happen because it, it's, it's like, that's, that's what, what, you know, we're wired for connection and it's so fun to, to use these digital tools to actually make real human connection. So I'm just pumped, man. pumped to be connected. They, they can either be like the bane of our existence or yes. these tools that, that actually lead to some powerful stuff. So yes. You know, on that note, you've you've been able to form some incredible partnerships throughout yes. your career. Yeah. Do you do you have any strategies or, or ways of evaluating partnerships that have allowed yeah. you to create those win-wins that really accelerate your success? Yeah, I really feel like partnerships are my secret power, superpower, um, secret superpower. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Yes. Um, it is now. I, yeah, it is now. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, for me, uh, I think it just st- always starts with giving, like giving first and trying to help and as much as possible, even just like how we jumped on a call just to like, get to know, get to know each other. I thought you're doing some interesting things, just looking for ways to collaborate, looking for people I can refer you to. One of my, my mantras in life is, uh, I just love making my friends money. And so, um, anyone that's in my network, my, like, I'm, I'm just passionate about, like, I'm, I'm kind of better at making my friends money than I am like my own businesses, you know, hey, that's a superpower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's another superpower. So you'll hopefully be benefiting from that soon, TJ. Awesome. Um, but like, I'm always just looking for the, looking for opportunity to help. And I think that that's where it always starts from. And um, that's, that's where so much of what I've done in life 
pretty much all of it can can you can point back to a relationship in some way a door that was opened a partnership that started um I don't have like a real firm like here's the criteria but it always starts with trust um building a relationship that's that's open-ended and and building trust and then from that trust um you then then there there comes opportunity and that opportunity can come in form of introductions it can come in form of you know one-time projects or you know whatever it might be um it can come yeah and it can be referrals but then then after that like the next level level deeper is you know a partnership where there's like the overlap of of interests and um and alignment of, of values and mission and also like a way that we can add add value to what each other are, are doing and so that's that's a big part of uh you know i guess how i think about it but it yeah. all starts like it's not very methodical i'm not a very linear thinker at all um and i'm not like you know going going about my 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 network just like trying to find the right the right partnerships yeah yeah <laughs> i wish that i was that smart um, yeah, me too, but man. but also me wouldn't too. feel it wouldn't feel real right and i think that's what i do well is i kind of wear my heart on my sleeve and try to help out as much as i can um and it all it all starts there yeah man i mean that's what struck me even just in the first few minutes of our conversation is you were just so open and real and then, like you said, providing value, I think at the end of the call, what led us here was like, you know, how can I support you? Or like, what, what can I do to, to help you out right now? And I was like, well, I think it'd be awesome yeah. to have you on the podcast. Totally. And, totally. and here we are. Yeah. So, it's a perfect, a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. So let's, let's dive into your journey a little bit. You've yeah. founded multiple SaaS companies mm -hmm. among other companies and yes. you're a successful podcast host. You're a product yes. strategist of a cutting edge software engineering company. Yeah. Are there, are there any key moments in your life that led yeah. you to become this adventurous entrepreneur that you are today? I love that question. Uh, yeah, it all, it all ties back to partnerships. This would be a great way to kind of maybe put some some meat on the bones of what I was just just talking about. Um, but I started... I started my career as a, as a pastor, spent five years as a youth pastor, it was a really challenging fit for me in a lot of ways, kind of felt like a square peg in a round, round hole, mm -hmm. and really was left asking these questions like, what am I, what am I going to do with my life? Um, ended up going to grad school, studying psychology, culture, and formation, and theology, kind of an interdisciplinary degree, and in that space, in my, you know, mid-20s, I feel like it was really, was, I feel like in some ways, that's kind of when I grew up and kind of found my, found my, I don't know, found my voice in some ways and really realized I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, it kind of connected some of the dots that I'm always trying to start things. I'm always organizing people. I'm always, like, I just love ideas and seeing ideas come to life. And so coming out of that experience in grad school, um, decided to start start a business. Started two businesses. One was a photography company, and then the other is the Meaning Movement. The Meaning Movement, um, which is my podcast, is currently focused on helping entrepreneurs build businesses that they love for the long haul. So avoid burnout. Um, you know, avoid the million dollar mistakes that come along with burnout. Quitting too early, selling, um, making other business or personal mistakes along the way. Um, and so I was really passionate about about this, uh, but had no idea how to how to do how to run a business how to start a business how to do anything online so i started looking for opportunities to to educate myself basically that put me in conversation connection with a um a guy who was doing seo he's running an seo agency basically at that time did like an externship with him partnered with him on building some websites so here like already like partnership relationships right like he's opening doors for me i'm doing some work for him he's teaching me about search engine optimization um and that was like super fun, learned a lot, but then um, that wrapped up and was back to my, you know, building my things. And then um, he circled back around with me a year or so after, and he had pivoted his business model to be um, basically a, a private equity firm. So they um, found a bunch of investors, were buying small software companies and, and websites. Um, this was, you know, 2016, 2017, and like the idea of like buying buying small businesses, especially buying online businesses, was pretty pretty fresh at that point. Yeah. So they're kind of trying to, to ride that wave, and they said he he was basically like we we just bought this uh, video um, personalization platform. You have a background in photography and video. We like working with you. Do you want to run this company for us? And I was like, that sounds like sure. A why not? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great way to Let's keep go. learning, right? Um, <laughs> And so I, I said yes, and um, pretty soon was um, at the helm of a of, of software company, um, started with you know, 12, grew like 17 people, <clears throat> um, did you know 
four million or so in, in sales with them, um, launched multiple products, built software for the first time. It was like, I mean, like just dr- jumping into the deep end um, and trying not to drown sometimes, yeah. but like got got to put in some reps around product. Didn't even know that I was doing product management. I was just like, we just need to build stuff so that we can sell it. And so here's here's how we, how we do that. Real life um, MBA. Right yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, I'm such a fan of like, you know, you should mention that MBA is like, I just I, all due respect to people who who take the MBA route. I just think you you have to learn in the trenches. And um, I've, I've, I've gone to the school of hard knocks. That's, that's always been my, I guess, uh, <laughs> my, my school of choice. Um, and you just learn so much just by doing it. Um, even if you don't even have the words to, to describe what you're, what you're, you know, what you are doing. Uh, after doing that for a few years, um, transitioned out of that, I just wanted to, I wanted to something to, to focus more on the meaning movement. Also wanted more ownership, not just building someone else's thing. I'd committed to doing two years with them, stayed on for three years and it was just time. So, um, a, a friend that I met at that company, he was a sales guy. He and I partnered up and started a sales agency for software companies. So again, a partnership is like emerging out of, you know, out of thin air, right? Out of a relationship. He was kind of working, working for me. Um, we were collaborating on all the sales efforts. And so we had a really strong history of, of collaboration. Um, so started doing, doing that for some small software companies, but then quickly decided that we should just launch our own software since we had the background of building software. And so then the question though, is neither of us were technical. Uh, I'm not a developer. I, I, I know enough code to like uh, break, break stuff and maybe yeah. sometimes fix it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so started looking around for like, you know, how could we go about building? We hired an agency and that didn't work very well. I spent a bunch of money, um, like 20 grand on a product that never saw the light of day because it just, you have to iterate, you have to, you build the product, then you get it in front of users. And then that's inevitably just not break quite it, right. build it yes. better, break yes. it, build it better. And then that's just really expensive. And we were bootstrapped and like, didn't have a lot of, you know, a lot of income coming in from on the agency side. Uh, so we're like, we just need a different model. And around that time, one of our former clients um, had just decided to leave her company. She was running a software company and she was a developer and she was like, I like what you guys are doing. I don't even remember. I think we approached her to say, how can we find a developer uh, to do this with us? And she's like, ah, Whoa. that's me. <laughs> um, it was just, it was a wild kind of mind bending conversation. Cause I was like, I did not start this conversation thinking I would be, you know, trying to poach her or, 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 you know, uh, yeah, get her to join, join the dark side, if you will. Um, but then we, yeah, started doing that. And so we, we launched a software with her trust scout. The idea is that we were going to, uh, pump out some, a few softwares a year and see what sticks and then kind of focus on those. But it just turned out to be just harder to build and takes longer than you want it to. Trustcout did great. Um, but then she decided to move on to another project. Um, she was, wanted to get into the crypto space, kind of her passion. Um, so she left on you know, great terms. We're still friends. Um, she's incredible. Um, but kind of along the way, had met another, um, another friend who was running an agency met through a Facebook group. We were talking about social, you know, social earlier. Oh yeah. Um, and started building video snap, um, on, you know, basically in parallel. So we're, we're going to be building that building trust out with her. And then we're going to be building this other one with, with this other, this other team, but all that to say nine, two, three, um, is the company that we built video snap with where it all started with just open-ended calls. I'd catch up with Andrew, the CEO once a month and just like add value where I could help him with sales strategy with some of his projects. He would you know do the same with how we're building stuff. He had gotten some calls with, with um, Heather, our, our business partner with Truscout to help her with some development questions and, and you know ideas and things like that. So it's very collaborative, very open-ended. And then it just came to the point where like we had this need and we're like, Hey, is there alignment here? And it just turned out that there was. And so we started building, you know, building video snap um, with, with them. I'm almost to the end. I'm almost to present yeah, day. I but I, should, I, should I take a breather? Quick, yeah, take a breather because okay. quick side note, video yes. snap, guys. We're going to drop it in the show notes. It is amazing. I was really busy over the holidays and planned to use it, but didn't yes. before this call. So that's my bad. I wanted to be able to like give a real life testimonial, but it's literally one of my open tabs. And I'm like, oh, love it. I've got all love these it. ideas for content. Yeah, we can dig into what it does and, and why we built it and everything. Um, oh, it is so cool. Yeah, so that was built with with nine two three. So we we built that that software and then um, kind of 
my life kind of hit a wall in, in the beginning of 2022. Um, so Heather, our, our, my friend and, and developer, our partner there, she decided to step down around the same time. Our accountant, um, who's battling cancer, he passed away. My grandmother passed away. Our marketing efforts with Trescout, we were going into 2022 just on a, it was, we were on a tear, it felt like. And, and um, my business partner and I were like, we're, this is going to be the year. We're going to start taking, taking more of a salary from the company. And all these things that everything just kind of crumbled. And all of it kind of at the same moment and just had this kind of, uh, I don't know, this realization of like, what am I, what am I doing with my life? Is this really what I want to be doing? I feel like we have these moments when we just have had our heads down working so much and just grinding to, to you know, make stuff happen. And then you kind of have these wake up calls and you like look up and you're like, where, where am I? And how did I, how did I get here? Get out of here. I, yeah. Yeah. I kind of had one of those moments earlier this year and it, it took a friend um, kind of, uh, he was responding to some of the stuff I was talking about on the podcast and he reached out and was like, Hey, uh, I think you might be burnt out and you maybe should like do some thinking about what that means. Um, and like through that, uh, just this, so many things emerged. One is a recommitment to the meaning movement and growing the meaning movement. Secondly, is like realization that like, I kind of need to find some, a little bit more income um, because the, because Trescout wasn't taking me where I wanted it to go as fast as, as I wanted it to go. Um, and also just this passion to help entrepreneurs, like kind of reignite that passion to help entrepreneurs like course correct our entrepreneurial journey. So, so we don't burn out. Um, so tons of thoughts about burnout, but just to come yeah, kind of complete we'll the cycle. Burnout. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew and the 923 team, um, I mean, serendipitously, they were like, hey, we are looking for a product manager and product strategist, and we love building with you. Do you want to join our team and keep building for other founders? Nice. And so I was like, of course, yes. So so that's the the whole picture. I feel like I rambled a lot in that. That's that story. all good, man. It, it but, gives uh, a lot of context there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm so now I'm bu I'm building the meaning movement to help entrepreneurs. I'm building video snap to help people repurpose their their speech based content into shorts. Really take advantage of this this I feel like tidal wave that's coming uh, that's happening right, right now of, of these platforms moving towards short form video. And then also helping anyone who wants to build web and mobile apps with 923 strategize around, you know, just making sure you're building the right app, not making the mistakes that we made building the wrong apps for the wrong, the wrong people. Um, and that's, that's, that's my journey. That's Dan right there. What there a journey it is. it is, man. I love it because like having done the research for this conversation, I was able to learn a bit about the trajectory of, of yeah. your career and, and your passions and everything, at least insofar as I was able to to observe it through social yeah. media, and piece it together online, and yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Totally. And you know, you've clearly had a lot of triumphs, but as you alluded yeah. to, you, you yeah. had some big big falls as well. Like hundred percent. Besides 100%. besides this year, and you know, maybe you could talk a little bit more about about this year as well. But what have been some yeah. of your your big failures, and what did you yeah. learn along the way yes. that really yes. allowed you to recalibrate? And totally get that energy and motivation to keep yeah, going. Yeah. I feel like, you know, one of the things that I've done well throughout my career is, and this is, there's two sides to this coin is to, to hedge, to hedge my bets. Right. Even talking about like what I'm doing right now, like I can't, I can't say I'm doing one thing, right. I'm doing three things. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a, a positive and a negative to that. The positive is that like capital F failure doesn't really, doesn't really happen. Right. Cause I've got other irons in the fire, but the, the flip side of that is like, it also makes growth challenging because my attention is split and my efforts are split. Um, but when I think about like the, the, some of the, the harder, uh, harder, I don't know, hard knocks I've had along the way. Um, I, I think of, uh, like with the meaning movement, one of the main, um, products that I, I tried to like, I tried really hard to make um, this uh, a course as the main profit engine for the meaning movement for years. And it just never worked. I think it was just the not quite the right, um, the right product, but it was the first thing that I built. And I just kept trying and trying and trying to make it work. Um, and it took, it took really until this year. And again, that same friend, Raj, who was like, he might be burnt out. He also said like, maybe it's time to move on from that. Um, and so he's a, a good friend. And, um, and again, someone I met on the internet um, through, through, through social, well, actually through, through my newsletter, I guess uh, he followed the podcast and reached out and it turned into a real relationship. Awesome. But the failure here, I think is, is the failure to, to quit soon enough. Um, 
And I think that that's like my, I'm, I'm tenacious. I, I stick with it. I, you know, I, I buy the, you know, the, the idea that like, you have to, you have to stick it out, but like the, the, the flip side of that is like, sometimes you have to say this isn't working and walk away. Um, and I think that's the biggest, biggest challenge in my life is like, I haven't had, I don't have these capital F failures to look back on, but I have lots of these things that like, yeah, that didn't go too hot. You know, it, it, I was describing it to a friend as like, um, like I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of home runs. I have a lot of base hits, and then I have something that's less than a base hit. But then you still stay in the game, um, and like I feel like that's what the what the course was is like you know you 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 stay in the game. I still get to stay stay at bat, but like I didn't get it. I didn't make it to to, to first base. <laughs> and that friend was like, it's like you got it's like you got hit by the pitcher, but you didn't. Yeah, I was get gonna to say walk. you got hit by the pitch, but really it's like you you kept fouling the ball. Yeah, really there you go. And over again, yeah. you were so close to getting the base. Yes, hit. yes. Keep chipping it off. Totally. The the hit by the pitcher thing really resonates too, though, because it's like it hurts, right? And like yeah, I think does. there's this this part of entrepreneurship that we don't talk about is like the emotional cost of all of this. You know, we talk about we talk about the the cost of doing business, quote unquote, which is you know you know you got to pay for your office, you got to pay for your gear, you got to pay for your you know your tools, but like there's also this emotional cost that like when you put yourself out there and it doesn't work, like yeah, business is business, but it's also like business is also always personal. And, and, and so, you know, some of my processing, even as a kind of experiencing this burnout and kind of re recommitting to the meaning movement, it's a lot of grief of like, yeah, I've been, been hustling hard on this for a long time yeah. and it just hasn't paid off the way that I wanted it to with the meaning movement in particular. Um, and like having to like, kind of, kind of come to terms with that and say like, you know, bless the effort and say, you know, good work, Dan. Yeah, look, at, look at all of what I've learned from that experience, yes. but I'm yes. not going to keep just plugging away if it's not where my heart's at or 100%. bringing me the utility that I wanted to, that energy can be put somewhere where it's going to yield a lot more beautiful fruit in the long exactly. run. Exactly. Beautifully, beautifully said, couldn't, couldn't have said it, said it better myself. And I think that that's, I think it's a big part of the entrepreneurial path is like to, to learn how to, how to embrace the growth and um, bless the effort, even when the outcome isn't, you know, the, the, the outcome that you desire. Yeah. So when you're facing burnout, whether it's kind of that like pivotal, okay, it's, it is time to just leave this and start new, or, you know, just a project is going on and on, or your day is just dragging Mm -hmm. on and on and you're facing that burnout. Like what are, what are some things that you want to tell others to watch out for when facing those experiences and chasing down their dreams. I love it. I love it. Such, such a good question. I think for me, the big, one of the biggest things is that burnout, I I have always thought of burnout as like a midlife, midlife crisis, which, which is funny because now I'm, because I'm 40, turned 40 this year and I didn't have a midlife crisis. I, but at the same time, like I just described what happened this year. I'm like, yeah, maybe 40 is the new 30 anyway, 50 will be your midlife. Yeah. (laughs) But, but I think like, you know, but what I, what I, what I mean by that is like, I think of like the big blowout where like your life just explodes and, you know, you, you, you know, do some, some moral thing or, you know, like make some really stupid mistake. Um, and that's, that's not, not my story. Uh, but I think that's also some of, of the misconception around burnout. I don't think of, I don't think we should talk about burnout as, as like a capital B burnout. I think that burnout is a, um, I like to think of it as a like like you're when you when you have to tap into your reserves too often, um, and so what that looks like is is just fatigue. The way that I felt it, and this was pointed out to me again by by my friend Raj. Um, Raj is getting so many shout outs here. Raj, let's, let's go, bless Raj. You, <laughs> bless you for all the, the the good you've brought to my life, Raj. Um, is I had a team member who. Um, like we were just at this point where, where we weren't sure, I wasn't sure if we, if we needed him. Um, he's, I don't want to give too many details about him just in case he ever listens to this. Um, but, but I was like, I don't want to let him go. Cause I don't want to have to pick up the slack that he would leave. Um, and it was just like, at a point where like, if you, if that feels like too heavy of a lift to pick up the slack, like the reason we were thinking about letting him go is because we didn't have enough work for him, but the little bit of work that he did have was more than I felt like I could bear. Um, and like, just things like that, that like just add up where it's, where it's a disproportional, disproportionately heavy lift to tackle a task or an endeavor or a, um, a project. 
um, when the lift is disproportional to the size of the task or the project, I think is a very significant um, sign of burnout. Another question I think is essential is, if you had to live your last 90 days on repeat, how happy would you be? And I think that that simple, that simple question That's can get powerful. to the heart of it. And be like, if you're like, if you're say, if, if your answer to that is anything less than happy, then you probably have some degree of burnout happening in your life right now. And the sooner you're able to just say, that's where I'm at. Like, it's not a terminal diagnosis, but the sooner you're able to embrace that, I think it gives you a different way, a different lens to think about your life so that then you can begin taking steps towards, towards healing or towards just getting yourself the self-care that, that you need. I think of it like, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a runner of a, a Garmin, um, exercise watch that kind of like runs, runs my life, yeah. but it has this like uh, score on it. It's like, they call it your, your body battery, which tells you like how, how ready you are to train. Um, and on the, on a good night of sleep, it'll get all the way up to hundred, but a lot of times, well, cause I'm a dad of three kids. And maybe because I'm training too hard or whatever, it doesn't get all the way to, to, to 100. That's like a full tank. So a lot of yeah. my, my days I'm starting at like, you know, 70, 80 or whatever. And if, if I, you know, stay out too late or don't sleep well, then I'm starting my day at, you know, 50 or 60. And I think that like is very similar to like, to, to a great analogy for how we think about um, how I think about burnout. It's like you have these reserves and the more you tap into them, the more you need to spend some time recharging so that you can get all the way back up to, to, to 100. And so instead of it being like this, you are burnout, capital B, you are a total crisp, <laughs> burnt to a crisp, is more like the slow drag, the slow drain that totally. will wear on you over time. Yeah, man, I know. <laughs> I've certainly been there. I've, I've come to realize yeah. that myself and you know many entrepreneurs, that we're just incredibly critical and hard on ourselves. And we've yes. got so much going on. We're constantly teetering on the verge of success and failure. We're battling with an identity crisis, burnout, yes. Yes. imposter yes. syndrome. It's it's a rough journey for many yes. to be sure. 100%. 100%. And, and what you've been saying, it, it resonates in so many ways. So I'd also be curious, how do you measure success and progress oh, in, so good. in your ventures and, and just life in general. Obviously the Garmin watch can also be a, yes, right? a huge tool. I need to get one of those. I didn't realize it had the like hundred percent. Where are you yeah, at? Yeah, the body battery. It's a That's great huge. The body battery. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, that is such a great question. And, and a question that I'm really, really passionate about because as entrepreneurs, the easiest metric, the one that we talk about the most is, is how much, how much are you making? And even, even then it's like, you know, it's your gross, right? Everyone talks about my, yeah. my company did, you know, whatever did you actually keep, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so, but one of the things that I'm, I'm passionate about with entrepreneurs is, is helping, helping entrepreneurs define their success in more than just those financial metrics. That's the easiest one to point at, but I don't think it's the most important because really, if you zoom out, I think that for most entrepreneurs, and I should say, when I, I'm talking about entrepreneurs, I'm not talking about Silicon Valley venture-backed entrepreneurs. I'm talking about folks like, like you and me that are either bootstrapped or self-funded in some way. Maybe you have some investors, but not like, you know, not venture capital. Um, and we're all in this for, because we're passionate about something. It's not just about, you know, about making money. We're also in it because maybe it's to realize a vision. Maybe it's to like with the meaning movement for me, I'm passionate about helping people in this particular way. Maybe it's, um, you want to have less, less stress than you want to have more freedom than, you know, nine to five. Um, you want to make more money, whatever those things are. We all have these other, these other metrics. I guess I said money there, but to exclude yeah. money from that, all these other metrics, all these other things that we're going after that also need to be taken into account when we're thinking about how we talk about the, uh, success, because if we're only optimizing our lives for financial success, the outcome of that then is hustle culture where we're grinding it out, sacrificing our every day to a life that we don't love in order to get to that future point when the business is, you know, when you can step away from the business and only work a four-hour work week and just get, you know, get those big paychecks or whatever. But that reality might not come for a, a, a Long ton while. of different reasons. One yeah. is like, you, your health, like you might get hit by a bus, right? You might, who knows what could happen. And I've had some, some scary health stuff that just 
totally comes out of the, out of the blue. And then you're in the hospital and you're like, holy cow, everything I've took, taken for granted about my life is, is called into question. It might not come because of a business failure. It might not, not come because of the economy. Like there's so many things. And so we can't just chase that end goal. We have to define success in, in um, multiple ways so that in the present, we can enjoy the process. And like, like we've been talking about, like the journey of, of, of becoming the next version of ourselves to grow our business and those identity pieces, like you mentioned, um, that are such a part of, of this process. And so there are many ways that, that, that I think about it, but one of the ways that, that I think is really essential is to, to inventory your life uh, and you can do this with an annual review is a, a process that I, I invite people to I have an episode on my podcast uh, just at the end of 2022 um, that I posted. It walks through my process of, of doing an annual review and look look at the last year, the, the events that happened and um, to kind of get some perspective on what the highs and lows of your year were. And then look at the, the present moment and think through the categories of, of your life, the categories that are most important to you. And these will be personal to you and your values, but they could be things like your, your health and fitness, things like your relationships, things like, um, like, uh, your, your community. You can define that as like maybe your primary relationship for me, it's my wife and my kids. And then my community, like my friendships, your own personal growth and, and learning your spiritual spirituality or faith, whatever categories fit best for you define those categories first, and then give yourself a score as easy as that of like, from one being like, this is this is an area of attention. Like having just looked back on where I've been over the last year, this area needs more attention. It's really unhealthy. It's a one to like, this is like kind of ideal. This is this is a 10. And very few people are going to give themselves 10s, especially across across the board, unless you're like really, really crushing it. Um, yeah. But like give yourself an honest assessment. And then like that can be a really great snapshot of like, okay, here's life right now. How am I doing? And then what changes do I need to, to, to put into place to bring some of those maybe lower scores, three, fours, fives, up to you know, six, seven, eights in the, the coming year? And I think that's a really great way to you know, not just define success as your financial goals for your business, but to ensure that you're making the most of life you know, between now and then and setting yourself up for a future that, um, that you'll enjoy. And my last thought on this. Oh, is please that, keep going. Just with the financial goals for, for people like you and me who are, you know, self self-funded. Yep. We're going to make more money by staying in the game longer 100%. than we could otherwise. And the way to do that is by not just focusing on those financial goals and instead focusing on these other things because yeah. burnout is real because I've seen too many friends um, quit or sell or find other other ways that that um, get distracted because they they just can't keep their attention up because that lift becomes too heavy to dedicate their time to their business. So really, even if you want to make the most money possible, the way you're gonna do that is by finding the pace that works for you in the present, which is what we're talking about here. Yeah, 100%, man. I mean, one of the biggest hurdles that most successful entrepreneurs face at one time or another is living that well-rounded life yes. and doing the things that bring them joy with the people that they care about most. If you don't yes. have the balance, then you aren't like your Garmin watch. Let's say you're not at yes. 100%. You're, yes. you're just draining right. and depleting as much as you're taking away from those things. 100%. Your focus and ability to show up and, and earn, ultimately earn more money, which of mm -hmm. course we all want to do at the end of the day. Yeah. It's going to be a struggle, man. Yes. And so that, that all resonates. We're definitely totally. going to link yeah. to the, the podcast episode. Like, I want, I want to give people like a, I want to give people the Garmin watch of like their whole <laughs> life, right? Like to, to give them their, 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 their battery, right. For every, yeah. for every area so that you could um, in real time, I mean, it would be amazing. That's a but product you can do we that. need to create. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you could do that through these self-assessments. I think that's the yeah. best way to do that. Um, and some of what, I, what I'm doing with the meaning movement, I'm, I'm building an accelerator all around these ideas called bootstrap without burnout to help people create a, literally we're creating a personal dashboard so that you can do these self-assessments quarterly or whatever rhythm works well for you so that you can find your pace and, and stay at it for the long haul. Amazing, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that out. So yeah, kind of moving on to that piece, yeah. at least for me anyway, living a well blended, well-rounded life, having that balance adventure is a big part of that. And yes. you're, you're an active guy. You like to run, you live here yep. in the beautiful Pacific, Pacific Northwest. Northwest. Yes. Yeah. You told me oh, you're yeah. a health and fitness optimizer, thus mm -hmm. the, the Garmin watch. So yep. 
Yeah. I'm sure you go on some pretty incredible adventures with your family and your friends. Do you, yes. do you have any rules or, or habits or practices that enable you to create more adventure in your life yeah. and actually plan for it? I love that. It's such such a good question. That's one thing that I, that I love about you is just you know, even just the the theme of this of the show, and it just it just speaks to me that like you're the and I think that's somewhat jumped out to me about you just from from the get go is like that you get it like you're not just in it just to just to grind it out and make a bunch of money, but to, oh, to no, man. have I'd be the so adventures. Miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to have the adventures, and I think even just your choice of where you live and yeah. beautiful Bend is incredible. Um, Thanks, man. Appreciate but yeah, that. as far as as far as the things that I do. Uh, practices along the way i mean i think it starts with with health like like we've talked about um you know i, I run yeah. a lot I, I, I do calisthenics um i you know body weight fitness stuff i also do intermittent fasting and so i, I kind of geek out on all 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 like the health health optimization stuff i'm right there with you man <laughs> yeah yeah it is it, and i and it's i mean it's so great that you're you're doing you're, that you're you're in it at your age like you're just setting yourself up for success which is which is awesome um but then with my family, we'd love to, we'd love to take adventures, explore, you know, we go on hikes as often as we can. Um, but then we also take, you know, bigger, bigger adventures. So we've, um, we've been as a family, so I have three kids, seven, four, and two at the time of this recording, we've been to Mexico a couple of times. We're about to go to Colombia for five weeks. Um, and so we have a lot of, a lot of kind of guidelines we've kind of picked up along the way, as far as what makes for a uh, a good adventure for us, I don't know how. I mean, it's it's like kind of parent stuff. Um, yeah, like, for sure. like we gotta have a community to plug into. That's a big one, especially for our kids. Um, I'll be I when I go on these trips, I, I still work, and so especially for, for my wife, she's the primary caretaker um, while we're traveling, especially to have like other people that she can she can be with other kids for for our kids to play with so we're not like alone and isolated we always go somewhere where there's where there's water um water you know beaches pools whatever it is uh and you know for us living in in seattle we don't get to see the sun that much you gotta get out of the rain <laughs> yeah yeah so we want to want to get out get out of the rain and get to some sunshine so those are some of the measures that we, we put into places as, as as often as we can we will take a trip to try to find some sun find some water and my kids I just like it. they'll play in the water like all day every day it's like they, they never get tired of it so do those you, are just like you typically plan those trips out like well in advance do you and your wife sit down at the beginning of the year and kind of like, Oh, here's where we want to go this year and, yeah. and map it out. Or is it more spontaneous? It's a, it, we, we definitely plan them out because it, it's a, it's a, it's a lift to you know, yeah. five, can five people anywhere. Um, but I mean, both like it's expensive to, to, to buy that many tickets. I was super sad when our, our, our youngest is two. So she, we have to pay for, yeah. we have to pay for her seat now. Um, I mean, I, she's big, so it would, it would, I wouldn't want her on my lap the whole time anyways, but, no. <laughs> uh, but it makes it more expensive. So we, we plan it, plan out from that standpoint. And then also just from like the standpoint of like finding the right, the right place, it takes a lot of, it takes a bit of work to find, you know, the right place to, to plug the family, um, to plug the family in, but it usually kind of just, it's like this kind of, we kind of get this itch. Like, I think we, we need to go somewhere where, where could we go? What, what could that look like? And even this last year, we were thinking of going somewhere in the fall, but then we ended up kicking that back to, um, to the, to February now. Um, just simply because like, it just didn't work out timing wise tickets and all that, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so we're at least, at least a few months out, never really more than a year out. Um, but we, we try to line up, try, try to line up some good adventures, you know, every, you know, every, every year. Love it, man. So, you know, clearly part of our focus in this podcast is looking at entrepreneurship through the lens of being an adventure and yes. in every great adventure story, there's a guide or, or mentor, someone who mm. leads the hero down the path to yes. ultimately reaching their goal. Do I you have any mentors or, or influential people that come mm. to mind from your life yeah. that have really helped shape you? To yeah, that's really today? a really great question. There's a lot of people that I could name. I, and I have, you know, I have a lot of thoughts about, about, about mentor, the capital M mentors. I guess I'm into yeah. capital. I'm in, into capital words. Cap, today. Capital words for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I, I, I think that sometimes we can get tripped up at least this is, this is speaking for my own story. I'll just talk, talk about it for myself for a long time in my life. I, I got tripped up feeling like I don't have a mentor and feel, feeling frustrated that I can't find a mentor, capital M mentor. Dude, you and and then both. I realized kind of out of the blue, that's like, I'm actually kind of surrounded by mentors. I just don't call them that. 
Um, so that's one thing I just want to invite people to is kind of to, to expand your definition. If you're kind of a limited definition of that in my, my, my own mind, the, the mentors in my life usually aren't people that they don't know that they're actually mentoring me. Um, but they are people that I've um, like, one is a, a, a guy that I met through, through some of the software companies that we talked about. He owns a couple of software companies. I've done some work for him. Um, and now we we're um, more of like more collaborators, more peers, but still like I look up to him a lot. He's a few few years down down the road from me, and also a lot of lot more experience business wise than yeah. than I have. Um, and so, you know, from a business standpoint, he's one person. Um, but then I also look at like different areas of life because uh, you you're you're not gonna ha- find the, the the there's not one person who holds the keys to all areas of life, right? And so no. you look at your different areas of life and then look at like how how people are are thriving in certain areas and learn from them. Um, other people that jump to mind, like my my landlord before I bought our home, we bought our home you know uh, seven or eight years ago, was renting from a guy who um, he he had kind of a few different properties. It was just super inspiring to me to get into real estate and um, start getting some rentals, building a portfolio, just seeing how he did it for his family. And he's like, he's a friend. I'll send him a Christmas card. He's not super close, but he's like someone who like, at one point in my life was like a really made that imprint. Yeah. Yeah. Made it, made an imprint. So there's a lot of folks like that. I don't have like that many people I can really point back to and say, yeah, you know, for, for you know, so many years, I've been mentored by, by this or that person. Totally. And the other, I think the other group that I would mention is just like, you know, podcasts, but especially authors. Like I, I read a ton. Yeah. I'm an avid, avid reader. When I'm out of my runs, I'm almost always listening to an audiobook. Um, and then also, also podcasts, uh, but just trying to learn as much as I can from other people who have you know been down the road further than I've been so that I can try to, to emulate their success. Yeah, man, you you took the words out of my mouth. That's what I was going to say. When you said mentor with a capital M, it's like, it doesn't have to be that yes. formal mentor mentee situation. Like podcasts for me are huge. I've, I've learned so much from listening to some great podcasters like Tim Ferriss and, yes. and others out there reading books. Like you can learn so much about business yes. from yes. reading books. And 100%. they don't have to be people that are physically in your life communicating no. with it could be somebody you follow on social media that yep. just changes the game for you. So yep. Yep. thanks And for if they are in your life, they don't even have to know that they're your mentor, yeah. right? Like I think totally. how, how would you feel like if someone, someone that you don't even know, like walked up to you, like, Hey, would you mentor me? It's like, oh, what is it? Oh, uh, a lot like, of pressure that? first and foremost. Yeah, it's a lot like, of pressure. It's kind of weird. And it's, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. And so I want to invite us, yeah, invite us all to expand that definition. You learn, learn anything you can from anyone you can learn it from is kind oh. of my, Totally, man. It actually, I'd never thought about it before, but my wife is such an influential force in Mm. like well-being and and everything that goes under that umbrella. And that was not my world at all. So in some ways, she's been like a mentor. Oh, that is so beautiful. Getting into meditation, getting into just focusing on on workplace wellness and having good routines and healthy habits and all this Mm. stuff that really sets me up for more success and happiness in my life and in business. So beautiful. What a great what a, what a great partnership and uh, yeah. way to, way to, yeah, way to find a good one. It's, it's crucial. It's crucial to your success. And I haven't, I haven't spoken about my, my wife here, but like, man, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be here, you know, if it wasn't for her because, because similarly she's, she's been there for me every step, every step of the way. Um, so good, yeah. good on, good on you guys. I love it. It's, it's such a wonderful thing, man, to have yeah. that partnership where, you guys just propel each other. And even if you have separate careers, like she helps me with my business. I help her all the time as like an outside consultant and in her corporate career. And man, we, we really just help each other make leaps and bounds that we wouldn't be able to on our own. Yes. And it's so cool to see in, in partnerships like yours that like when that foundation is solid, it like opens up so much space. I think, you know, in, in energy and in mind space that like, if you don't have to worry about, your primary relationship, like if that, if it just comes natural and it sounds, which it sounds like it does for you, it allows yeah. you guys to go to all kinds of other, other places, you know, professionally and personally, um, which is just super cool to see. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. So I have a choose your own adventure question for you. So you can pick which one it. you'd like to answer or both if, if you want to totally cool. So what's number one, what's your favorite place that, that you and your family, let's focus on family have yes. traveled to in the past 
five years or it could be yeah. long yeah. or what is like a, just a recent adventure you guys went on and in either yeah. case what was it like what made it so memorable mm. what was a favorite meal or drink you had and did you learn anything from the experience i love it i love it uh the one that just reminded our most recent one we spent a couple of weeks in san francisco um oh, which nice. was you know, within it's like probably one of our less ad, less adventurous um trips because yeah, sometimes like, going into the city is quite the adventure i will I say <laughs> it felt it felt like we we're very city yeah. um when we were there it's just like it's just so different than than you know i'm i'm in seattle proper but it's like very suburban where i where i live um and <laughs> It was just just so fun to like get get a vibe like it's the city vibe and it's just I felt like such a fun, um, very family friendly city. Um, we we you know from like going to like stopping into bakeries and getting some treats for the kids and ice cream shops or whatever. But like so just so many great memories from the whole from the whole experience. Right in in uh, Golden Gate Park, there's a a carousel that's yeah. like this really old carousel that's beautiful and fun and like a little feels a little bit janky like it's because yeah. it's old so old it is old yeah and the, the kids loved that and so like just stuff like that um one one evening as far as like the most memorable moments one evening we met up with a friend who um he's just a, he's an avid traveler himself and i think he and i share an affinity for just like new experiences and we went to chinatown and just like we just walked and like stopped in a couple different places just to get some get some dim sum and and a few different other just like whatever um and it's just like so fun to just like just experience the the sights and sounds and tastes of a of a of a new place chinatown in, in san francisco you know was really that it was like kind of magical we we got some amazing dim sum then we like walked around the corner and there was a fortune cookie factory no joke that was like um they had like the doors were open but they had like a, a fence down like a gate down and we were just like watching these people in there like doing something i think they were just folding the, the cookies oh but they were gosh. kind of <laughs> further back yeah and then this lady like saw us and then she walked over to us grabbed a pan and then like didn't even say a word but just like held up to like the gate and it's like a you know like a security gate with like big big openings yeah. and I held it up to us and like had like like some broken cookies on it and so then we got like sample fresh fortune, fortune cookies, cookies. yeah wow. and then like literally down the block there were these teenagers that were like training for like a dragon dance like yep. with like the dragon head thing um and it was it was in july um and so i don't know if they were like gonna do something around fourth of july and i'm not sure you know i'm not close to the the chinese you know calendar and when what their cultural celebrations are maybe there was something coming up um and but we like watched them like beating this drum like they were like practicing a couple of them practicing a drum another one with like the, the big lion and this is in like an alley yeah and then we like go around the corner and like we, we part ways with our friends and then get in the car and then right as we we start driving off like somebody starts shooting off all these fireworks right in the oh street <laughs> it was just like it, i mean it just felt so like it just literally felt magical like yeah. you couldn't line up like you couldn't orchestrate it, all oh, of that yeah, within man. you know within a couple hours it was it was it was just fantastic no um, and i think the the key point there is that when you go into an experience like that with no plan, you just, yes. like my wife and I, we love to explore any city or any new place with, with no destination. Like maybe we'll have yeah. a couple of restaurants we want to check out, but like that first day, just going and walking yes. and seeing where our yes. feet take us. Like you yes. said, popping into a restaurant that looks good, getting some dim sum, stumbling yeah. upon that fortune cookie factory, getting these and cookies, seeing yep. the dragon dance, seeing the fireworks. Like none of that would have happened if you had your itinerary all planned out for the 100%, 100%. day. 100%. Yeah, just being open to what life has for you. And I feel like maybe this is kind of a good kind of to come full circle. You're you talked about like, you know, lessons. Like I feel like it just goes back to that lesson of like just going into relationships, you know, just going into all of life open right just open yeah. for what what might come and you know again just, just to circle all the way back to partnerships for me like so much of the goodness in my life has come from just being open to 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 whatever might come from a conversation whatever might come from from a connection and just just exploring and seeing seeing what's there and so whether it's travel in chinatown or jumping on uh you know a, a call with, with tj murphy uh yeah. you know good things can come from it Totally, man. Got to be open. There's been yeah. so many times where someone has reached out to me cold on LinkedIn or whatever. And I was like, oh, man, I'm busy. But yeah, yeah. I took the call. It was great. And it yes. turned into something magical. And yes. you, know, you just got to be open at the end. Of I it. love it. I so, love it. 
Totally. All right, man. Well, as we, as we wrap up, like what, yeah. what ask challenge or, or parting, parting advice do you have for anybody listening? I, I love, I love it. Well, first, just like you're, if you're listening to this, you're in the right place because just, you know, I, I love what you're doing with this show, TJ. And I know that you're, appreciate you're that. you know, both, both your, your mindset that you bring to this and the guests that you're, you're bringing on um, are, you know, I, I feel honored to, to be a part of it. So First, the first call to action for for listeners is is you know make sure you're subscribed to TJ's show because because um, this is the this is the good stuff. Um, but as far as what I'm doing, you know I have, I have the podcast, my podcast, the Meaning Movement. Um, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find that for entrepreneurs to course correct all the things that we talked about here today. Um, I have an assessment, a burnout assessment that kind of is trying to get at this kind of score, this like you know the the, the body battery score of, of yep. burnout. Um, which you can get at um, uh, themeaningmovement.com slash start um, is the is the, the URL for that. Um, and so you can go through it. It'll give you a score from one to 100, 100 being like, yeah, you're, I should probably flip-flop it, but um, it'll give you a score and it'll tell you, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's in beta right now. I'll have it, I'll have it fixed up by the time this goes live. It'll give you a score based on like how burnt out you are, how much, how many symptoms of burnout you're feeling at the moment. Um, and then after that, I'd love to jump on a call with anyone who wants to explore further, have one of these open-ended conversations and especially help if, the, if I can help you course correct in your entrepreneurial path, that'd be super meaningful um, for me. And so on the page, after you take that assessment, you'll, you'll find that. And then um, I, we didn't dig you know, deep into VideoSnap, but if you're making speech-based content and want to leverage the power of, of shorts, video shorts, that's what VideoSnap is all about. Um, just find that at videosnap.io. And then finally, I'll leave it at this. If anyone wants to build apps, I'm building apps with 923 and would love to help. So um, go, find man. me wherever, in, wherever, wherever you just search for my name, you'll find me. Yeah, we'll we'll drop the links to all the socials and everything yeah. we talked about in the show notes. It. And yeah, guys, video snap. Can't say like four four steps in like a minute. You can have this amazing short with from your podcast, whatever it is, with like actual video footage pulled yes. in, captions, the whole nine yards, man. It's super sick. So yes. I'm excited to use it, man. Love and it. I just look forward to following your journey, Dan. Yeah. Something tells me you're you're just getting started. So I've, I think 2023 is going to be a really big year. I'm super pumped. Uh, just so many good things. It feels like things are really kind of starting to come together in a, in a really beautiful way. So yeah, really excited for what's ahead. And I'm likewise just really excited to be connected with you and see see where this uh, you know where this podcast, where your career, where all where your your business goes, all of it. So really, really good things. Ahead of us. I really appreciate that, man. And and thank you for, for coming on the show and sharing so much value with people. It's Thanks uh, so much for having me. It's been a great conversation, man. To all of our adventurous listeners, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share this on social media or with someone you know will get some value from it. Leaving a review goes a long way in helping people find the show. And I personally appreciate reading them when they come in. So please go drop one if you have the time. We'll see you all next week. And remember, whether we're talking about business or the things that bring us joy outside of work, life is meant for exploring. So go out there and live it one adventure at a time.